Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Brave X Empower, a podcast that discusses gender inequality and bullying in STEM. I'm your host, Michaela Pellerin. Today, we have a very special guest joining us. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, you are so welcome. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, so my name is Kelly Conrad. I'm the current Miss Wyoming High School 2022. Um, I am a full-time cheerleader. I'm the captain of my junior high cheerleading team. Along with just making the high school team, I do competitive cheer. And I also have a personal platform along with Promoting Brave, which is Buckle Up for Brian, made in honor of my cousin who sadly passed away due to not wearing a seatbelt. So that's something that I can get more into, but I am so excited um, to be here with you today. That's so amazing. Thank you for giving us a brief introduction. Um, So for those of you listening, Callie and I are actually sister queens and we will be traveling to Little Rock, Arkansas to compete at the Miss High School America pageant uh, for nationals. So it's really fun. I think this is my first episode with, you know, an MHSA sister queen in my age division. So this is really cool. (laughs) I'm so excited. Yeah, what are you most excited for? I'm honestly just excited to meet everyone. I'm so excited just for all the new friendships we're going to make and just getting to it's I think it's awesome that we have like someone from every state coming and it's just kind of cool like being able to say like I know someone from all 50 states. So yeah, that's going to be super awesome. That's so true. And we also have title holders in Canada and Guam and Puerto Rico. And that's really cool. I think that, you know, it's beyond just the United States um, in that sense, because that's, that's so cool, honestly. And then just talking to everyone and saying like, hey, what's it like there? Because, you know, some people have never seen snow and living in Maine, most of the year is snow, which is really interesting. Um, So I think it'll be just great to be able to chat with everyone and see just, I don't know, have like that eye-opening experience, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> yes I agree yeah. like you really never know because of course there's different cultures from like here and other countries but even just within like the United States there's so many different ways of living and just getting to like um learn all of that from all the other contestants is going to be so awesome yeah absolutely and so why did you get into pageants I think that's a great place to start I actually started as a glitz contestant back whenever I was 10. I was really into glitz pageants. Then uh, my pageant coach at the time asked me if I wanted to do Miss Arkansas Teen USA. I actually live in Arkansas. I'm going to Miss High School America as an at-large contestant. But anyways, I went and competed last year at Miss Arkansas Teen USA and absolutely fell in love with the whole atmosphere. I truly felt at home there. Like I felt like I instantly made so many new friends and I felt like I personally grew from the experience. So I I haven't done a glitz pageant. I did my last one in June and have been focusing on more 
of the scholarship, I guess people call it, side of pageant. So um, then I went and I competed at Princess America in Orlando, Florida. And we actually got to go to a little trip to a place called Give Kids the World. It's it's a little vacation type place where um, children who have disabilities get to go and they have their own vacation because families who have disabled children, they usually, they don't get to do a lot of things that I guess you would say typical families get to do. Yeah. So Give Kids the World, they do things like having ice cream for breakfast and they um, get to celebrate every holiday in a week. And we went and volunteered there for the day and it was the best experience. I fell in love with the whole organization. So I'm actually going back there next month to Florida to volunteer again there. But anyways, back to the pageant. I, even though I did not place, I just, I personally grew so much from the experience from interview to getting to meet all the contestants. So then I found information for Miss Arkansas High School America. I had been familiar with the system for a couple of years. And this year was finally the year I got to compete. So I was so excited for that. And Miss Arkansas High School Addison was actually the very first person that I got to meet there. And me and her, we instantly clicked. I just love her to death. She is the sweetest soul. And we kind of got close to the weekend and she actually won Miss Arkansas High School and I placed first runner up. And so I knew that I needed to go to nationals. So I was given my title currently, Miss Wyoming High School. And here we are today. (laughs) That's such an amazing journey. And I'm so happy you went into depth about it and, you know, explained how you transitioned as a teen into scholarship-based pageants and how you instantly kind of noticed growth from that transition. I think that's great to mention because, you know, you're kind of like a walking example of breaking pageant stereotypes and how pageants are evolving. And I think that's so amazing. So I'm so happy you brought that up. (laughs) I can um, also similarly relate to your experience in the Miss Teen USA system. Um, My first ever pageant was last June. I was in Miss Maine Teen USA. And it really was all about growth, just as you were mentioning from preparing to interview and, you know, you have to prepare for onstage question because you don't know if you'll be in top five. And that's a whole nother ball of wax separately from interview. And really a lot of hard work goes into, you know, preparing for that weekend of prelims and finals. And I don't think everyone quite realizes the months and even years of practice and training, mentally preparing, physically preparing, the you know wardrobe prep headshots prep everything that goes into it it's so crazy and you know even stuff like yeah sorry go ahead that's one thing John is I feel like uh, pageants are kind of looked at as just a person like going for a crown but honestly most pageant girls if you ask them the crown is the least thing that they are concerned about honestly um, pageants have teach you so many life skills like honestly just goal setting and truly having the drive to prepare for a big event like for say Miss High School America all of the contestants are putting so much work into 
prepare for it. And honestly, that's a huge part. And it's kind of kind of has a more impact, I would say, than the actual pageant week. And it's pageants just teach you so much. And people outside of the pageant world, they don't really get that. Yeah. So I think it's nice that we kind of have our platform to be able to show our journey to getting to not only just getting to the crown, but just getting to the pageant so other people can see. Absolutely. And I love that, you know, we're documenting it on our pageant social media accounts as well. I know you're very active on social media and so am I. I post every day on Instagram and Facebook on my story, at least. And yes, so I want my pageant Instagram to look like yours. I love it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I do a lot of um, planning ahead for content. You know, my whole planner is like all crazy written up in, but <laughs> I wish I could be that organized. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's definitely been a strength of mine since I was little. Always like planning with lists and stuff. <laughs> yes, I could um, never. <laughs> actually, I actually bought a planner for my school year this year, and then it just yeah. ended up the back of my backpack so I was just like I'm I'll just take this thing out (laughs) yeah I mean that's okay we all have different ways of doing things and you know you seem to be thriving anyways yeah (laughs) my brain all the 50 tasks I have to do (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my goodness that is so funny (laughs) but as we were saying um having those social media accounts to share what we're doing throughout our entire year as a title holder and something I've had to actually work on remembering to do is taking photos during community service because I've been doing pageants for less than a year and nationals will be like my second ever pageant. So, you know, remembering to document. I feel like the last thing we think about whenever we're doing community service is to take pictures, which yeah. is important too. Yeah. For sure, because that's, you know, we fill out a form for community service hours for our pageant system, and we attach a picture to go along with that form and whatnot as, you know, evidence. And like I was saying, like, I haven't, you know, I've been doing community service much longer than I've been doing pageants. And so remembering to take a picture is, I don't know, it's kind of awkward and like doing things in my crown and sash that I've done you know, before without it is just really, it's crazy to me, but you know, it's all, it's all a positive thing. You know, people have lots of questions when they see you in a crown and sash and, you know, I've been able to actually help break some pageant stereotypes. Like when I was volunteering at my local nursing home, they, they were like, oh, we expected you to be preppy and, you know, you wouldn't want to do stuff, but they're like, we're so happy to see you are getting in there and holding people's hands and, you know, helping people get in their walkers and, you know, all this stuff they just weren't expecting. And I was like, oh yeah, I also go four-wheeling and, you know, go hiking and stuff, but I also do like modeling and stuff. And I was like, we had a whole conversation about all the different things. And I was like, oh yeah, I played competitive indoor volleyball as well and all this stuff. And they were just mind blown. And I was like, yeah, and it's a scholarship pageant. And they they were were going crazy. (laughs) We love a well-rounded queen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I love to share that. And I think I should do a whole, like, I don't know, a little video or something on it um, just so it can be more public. I love but, seeing things like that. Um, yeah. I I follow on Instagram one of the contestants from Miss Arkansas uh, USA coming up this weekend. Yeah. She is actually a pilot. Wow. Which 
think is awesome. And she was really advocating for, uh, like, I would say, like, what's the word for it? She likes to advocate for being a pageant queen and a model, just like how you were saying, while yeah. also doing things that aren't kind of um, stereotyped as women jobs. So yeah. I think it's awesome that she's getting to, like, advocate for that and promote um, what she's doing. I think it's awesome. Yeah. And someone else, um, if you're listening, you should totally check out is Miss Delaware USA 2021. She is one of my favorite pageant title holders ever. She is a med med student and she has this crown and she does modeling and she made this really epic TikTok video. I actually rewatched it again this morning just for some inspo. And it's her walking across the Miss USA stage in a bikini and um, it has the song Unstoppable playing in it. And she has all these words coming up of quotes people have told her about how it's unprofessional to be, you know, walking runway in a bikini if you're going to be a doctor and all these other like insults that people have tried to bring her down with. And then the song Unstoppable is playing and she's doing it and she's amazing. And, you know, she's going to be a doctor like this year. And it's so incredible. And that's another reason pageants really can just take yourself and I found confidence that I never even knew I had growing up I was kind of I was kind of introverted and I remember um kind of just other people thought that I had confidence when inside I really didn't yeah and pageants have really taught me to you know truly love yourself because we have all these people surrounding us that truly do want to see you succeed so I feel like for not even me, but for everybody else, I, if you could ask anyone else, I'd say the same, that pageants, really, they provide a huge support system for everyone. And they really just create confidence that, like I said, I never even knew I had. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, something I've kind of found for myself is that, you know, outside of just my family and really a couple close friends, my support system has actually been from a lot of new people I'm meeting this year, like all the photographers I'm working with and hairstylists and new pageant sisters like you who are all, you know, across the U.S. or world even that I'm communicating with on a daily basis or, you know, regularly at least. And I feel like that's starting to become my support system. And I love how it's growing and how it's not just family and friends or not just people I even get to see in person at all or a lot. And it's been incredible just having social media to have that support. I think that's really cool. <laughs> Speaking of support systems, I just have to mention, um, oh, yeah. whenever I um, Miss Arkansas High, um, the lady that did my hair and makeup, Stephanie Duty. if any of our sister queens are watching, she is the absolute best. And if you're looking for hair and makeup, she is absolutely who you need to go to. But I had met Stephanie once before and I briefly spoke with her. But whenever she was doing my hair and makeup, oh my goodness, she was the absolute best person to be around. I felt like Aww. I had for years. Um, and then she was saying how much she loved me. And I was like, I love you too. It was like, I just met a new grandma or something. I love her. And even after the pageant, she was the one that suggested that I got my at-large title because I didn't know that it was possible. And she has been keeping in touch with me, even on a daily basis, kind of checking 
and um, recommending things to me. Like a few days ago, she recommended a little state pageant for me to do. So she's just been one of the top people on my support system. And I'm so grateful for her. That's so amazing. And I hope she can, you know, you could send her the link to this and she can listen to all those great things you just had to say about her. Um, I think just mentioning her as a part of your support system is a really big deal in and of itself that she sticks out that much to you. So I think that's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think all these people, you know, every kind thing you say, it really does stick with people as much as we, you know, you and I advocate for brave and talk about bullying. Really, it's not only the negative things that stick with you. It's the nice things as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Kind oh, of really your day. Yeah. And so that kind of segues us into Brave. Do you want to tell everyone what Brave is, just as a refresher, if anyone is new here? So Brave is our national platform. It stands for Building Respect and Values for Everyone. It advocates anti-bullying and self-love and self-confidence. I am actually kind of branching off and doing my own little thing kind of um, related to Brave called No Makeup Mondays, where I post a photo where either I would have never posted on social media because I didn't feel as though it fit the social media standards or just a photo with a little selfie without makeup on. Um, I feel like social media kind of standards have risen so much and they've gotten to be kind of unrealistic just scrolling through your Instagram you see so many photos of influencers that are heavily edited and it's such a bad thing for younger people to look up to because they they try and be like these influencers and seeing these unrealistic people that their photos are heavily edited I know that Whenever I was little, um, I had recently gotten on social media and I TikTok was musically at the time, if you can remember. Yeah. (laughs) I remember scrolling through there and just kind of it kind of makes you feel bad about yourself. And I was never like a bigger child. I was always tiny, but I started to feel insecure about myself and being a cheerleader my body is kind of exposed, I would say. Most of the time, I started to feel really kind of bad about myself. So it took a lot of self-love and kind of rebuilding my self-confidence to get me back to where I am today. And I feel like pageants have helped me out a lot with um, regaining self-confidence and finding true self-love. So um, I feel like it's important that we kind of Um, post things that other people can look at and feel better about themselves instead of looking at it and feeling worse. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's so great, you know, what you're doing with the No Makeup Monday thing. I saw, I don't know if it was your first post, but the first time like I kind of recognized that you were doing this was really recently. I don't know if it was last week was your last one. But I loved seeing that and I took the time to read it and scroll through and it was just it's a great message you're sending, especially to all of the young girls that are following you. And now that we're having um, our organization have passed down social media accounts that go through the titles over the next years, I know as a contestant, I always look for 
the past title holders like Emma Grace Kelly was Miss Maine High School America 2021. And I looked all over her account before I even joined this organization. And I assume next year, the girls in Wyoming will do this for you as well. And so seeing things like that is amazing. And so I'm just, I don't know, I'm really proud of you for doing that. (laughs) Thank you. It means a lot. Of course. And I love that you're challenging people to do it. I'm still kind of thinking about what I want to do for it. Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah, because I definitely want to help you grow this because it's such an important message and it's something that everyone can benefit from. And even if it's not like radical change instantly, it's still change and it's still advocacy work and, you know, it's still progress. And so I love that. Yeah. (laughs) So let's get into bullying a little more. Have you ever been bullied? I've. I'm going to kind of dive in a little bit and yeah, of course, completely honest, I feel like I've been kind of on both sides of kind of the bullying um, topic. Yeah. Uh, um, starting pageants, I was the only one in my school who did pageants, so no one really understood what I did. So yeah. well, I think I was in sixth grade. We were making these all about me posters and you had to attach a selfie of yourself. So I chose one where I felt so confident. I was at a pageant and I had my crown on. I took a selfie there and it was my absolute favorite picture ever. You could find it on every single social media (laughs) that I had as my profile. So of course I used that on my little poster and it was hung out in the wall in the hallways and in fifth grade no one really kind of wears makeup or has their hair done or understands like yeah why you do that for pageants so I would get mean comments about how I looked fake in the picture and it really hurt me to the point where I had to go to my teacher and ask her to take the poster down so um it kind of just kind of put a damper in my self-confidence and it once again it took a lot to be able to post about pageant things because I was afraid of being judged and I feel like I still struggle with it today because as the only person involved in pageants in my school district I feel like no one kind of understands and I just get a ton of mean comments I still get mean comments today and I've just kind of learned to brush it off but that's one thing pageants are so so like stigmatized and And I can completely relate to that no one at my school that I'm aware of at least does pageants or I mean there's a couple girls that have tapped into modeling a little bit but I don't know really if there's anyone with the same super big aspirations that I have with it or I don't take it as seriously as I do and so I can relate to that and sort of the feeling alone and then kind of targeted when things like this do come up like my teacher was asking me like, oh, what do you do for fun? Do you play sports? And, you know, I answered like, oh, like, I don't know. I kind of thought about it. And I was like, ooh, do I really want to say? And then I was like, oh, I miss Maine. I volunteer in the community a lot. I did this, this, and this last week. And, you know, then you just kind of get all this attention. And then people are like, oh, what do you do? You just walk on a stage? Like you just wear dresses? Yeah. And part of it is people doesn't, like people don't know like they're just genuinely curious but then the other part of it is you know kind of making people do know yeah yes 
or like they you know I post on Instagram a lot like people do know yes Uh, something I've noticed a lot this year is people are like stalking my account and it's kind of creeping me out because like they won't follow it but you know I can see you know if you look at my story I can see who views it because I you know I watch my insights so I can keep growing my account as much as possible to have like a really great positive social media influence is my hope and so you know I'm in tune with that stuff and I can see people at school kind of watching and then when I'm at school my friends will say oh these people were making fun of your pageant account I'm just like oh that's really sad because I try to do all these nice advocacy things on there I do like long write-ups and you know it's just I don't know. It kind of brings you down a little when stuff like that happens. I completely agree to that and kind of on a deeper level. So my school, I'm sure you've heard of all of the like sleeping pages. I don't know if you're aware of those. I don't think I have. Well, we have my school district is called Cabot. We have a Cabot's hate account where you just hate on people. Oh, (laughs) it is terrible. And so I got posted on there because they posted a picture of me with I was at a pageant and of course I had a spray tan and they accused me of blackfishing and that hurt me so much because I would never ever do a thing like that and spray spray tanning is just part of pageantry and I was being accused of blackfishing and trying to be African-American when in reality, I was just getting myself ready for the pageant stage. And so I got hated on for months and months. Every single day at school, I would, people would make comments about me so-called blackfishing. And it honestly, it tore me down so much and it was very recent. And so- I had to I had to find out who started the rumor and I talked to them about it and I had to make them realize that I would never do a thing like that and spray tanning like I said is just a part of getting yourself ready for pageants here it makes your skin look better on the stage and it just makes you look kind of better overall and it's just a thing that all pageant girls do and they ended up understanding and I even though they started the rumor you know I have to forgive them because you know maybe they actually did think that and they were just trying to stand up for it that's what I'm telling myself to try and make myself feel better about it yeah but it's still hurtful well I'm sorry that happened to you and that you were accused of this and it turned into a huge rumor that's really hard to deal with Yes. Yeah, I can definitely, you know, relate to that whole rumors part of it. But, you know, we just have to keep on going. You know, we know what's true to ourselves. And, you know, I don't know. The sad thing is, like, you know, hopefully you getting, you know, that tan done made you feel more confident on stage to better, you know, advocate for all the things you have to say and, you know, just give you that confidence, not even for any of those reasons remotely, just really for the whole confidence piece of it as you were like touching yes and and so that's crazy that it kind of spiraled into something that's not even true at all yeah I 
Well, do you have any stories from when you were younger, maybe? I know we have some younger girls tuning in from time to time. I did share with you my fifth grade story, but yeah. other than that, um, I did have to deal with like some mean girl type things in second grade, which second grade, we, it's just second grade, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I've been more of a bystander, which I feel like is also very important to talk about. And it's very important to advocate if you are kind of someone just watching, you have to speak up about it. And it's hard sometimes. I remember whenever I was in, I believe, first grade, believe it or not, these two girls were arguing over a boy in the, in the <sighs> first grade. So we were at recess and she started running after the girl and pushed her down and broke her arm. And the oh teachers goodness. weren't. And so she got taken to the nurse's office and I was watching. So I was called to the office and had to tell what happened. And I knew that the girl pushed her down on purpose, but I told the principal that she did it on accident because I was so scared of this girl. And I feel like if I could go back, I would completely tell the truth because it is so important that we speak up about bullying and hurtful things that other people do, because that's the only way we can put a stop to it. Because most of the time, the people being bullied aren't going to speak up about it. And it's kind of our job as bystanders to be the ones to make the change and um, reach out to someone and tell them about what's going on. I agree. And do you mind if I ask you a question? Um, So were there any policies like in your elementary school that helped kind of explain to you what bullying was, you know, during the time of this incident? I believe not. It was so long ago there may have been. I don't remember. I mean, we did like we would have story time and there would be books about bullying. But other than that, it wasn't really heavily implemented in our school but I can't say that they just didn't do anything about it because they tried and I just was being stubborn and didn't tell the truth but um I I don't say they were doing nothing about it but they for sure could have been doing more yeah and that's really interesting because you know maybe if you were educated more on sort of a bystander protocol then maybe you would have felt more comfortable in that situation as to know what to do, which, you know, would tell the truth. And a lot of this is just talking about educating the younger generation on making sure they have the resources to know what to do, which is what most title holders focus on primarily with Brave. And I think that's amazing. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I'm so happy you wanted to share those stories with us. I think they're incredible and I think we can learn a lot from them. Thank you. I'm so glad I'm getting the chance to share my stories. Of course. And just so you know, we do have listeners all across the globe. I host this podcast on this platform called RSS Feed and it helps me get my episodes onto Spotify, Apple, Google, and just like out on the internet. And on there, I can see all the statistics and insights of how my podcast is doing and we have listeners on like almost every continent now which is really cool to me honestly that's so awesome yeah I think it's so 
that you are doing this podcast. I'm kind of (laughs) on the topic of brave. I'm actually writing a children's book at the moment called Confidently Me. Um, I'm so excited. I've been in the writing process for, I would say, five months now. You would never think that so much work goes into just creating a children's book. So I can't imagine all the work that you put into your podcast. And I just think it's so awesome. Thank you. I am so happy to hear you are writing a book. That is incredible. Um, How old are you? I'm 15. You are 15 and you are writing your own book that is hopefully going to be published soon, right? I'm I'm still in the writing process, but published and hopefully in stores. So I'm so excited about that. That is incredible. You should be very, very proud of that. And I will help you promote that once it is all up and ready whether it's super soon or you know a long time away I will just help you out because that is incredible and I just know it's going to be great (laughs) yeah but you know another thing since it kind of just happened right now you were hyping me up for my podcast and I was hyping you up for your book Pads and sisters are so supportive and empowering just like we were talking about earlier with breaking pageant stereotypes you know, I've only been in one pageant, so I don't know if you have the same experience as me. Also, we're in, we're in pretty different states, but pageants, there has never been anything so far where anyone has been negative at all in my experience. It's been so empowering and uplifting, and everyone's so invested in helping each other, which is crazy because I was expecting it to be the opposite, honestly. Honestly, me too, because as I was coming from the glitz world, um, glitz pageants are kind of more on the toxic side, I would say. Of course, there are goods and bads of it, but um, glitz pageants, I didn't get as much as I get out of um, glitz or scholarship pageants. Glitz pageants, they have, you would never believe this, they have a bash board on the internet where they go on and they talk so badly about these children competing in pageants there they'll say like this girl shouldn't have won or this girl's dress is ugly and it gets so brutal on there and it is just I went on there one time and never went on it again because it is saddening to read these things that the moms are saying about other like three and five and six year old children it is just it's heartbreaking to read and kind of hopping over to the scholarship world is honestly the best thing that I've ever done for myself because I knew that glitz pageants were kind of falling off the deep end and getting more toxic and I just had to get out of that environment so kind of just getting into scholarship pageants was like a breath of fresh air it's so nice like having people around you that support you all the time instead of bringing you down Yeah, that's so interesting that that was your experience. And I'm happy you shared more insight on that because I don't really know anything about glitz pageants besides, you know, what you kind of see on TV bits and pieces. But it's important to kind of bring up like you were that there is a difference. And it's really cool that you're a living testimony of both uh, worlds with them. So yes well we are very happy to have you here in the scholarship pageant world and yeah you fit right in perfectly you're so uplifting (laughs) and yeah of course thank you (laughs) yeah 
So is there anything you would like to see sort of be done with bullying and, you know, the future to help take anti-bullying prevention methods further? Um, One thing that I've been kind of working on is, so my school, we have a class called C2G, which means commitment to graduate. It's kind of a on most days it's a study hall, but on Mondays we do a thing called Character Strong. It's where we learn about kind of um, studying tips and stress um, helping habits and kind of just uplifting things like that. And one thing that I've been working on is creating a video um, kind of relating to Brave about bullying because bullying is never talked about in, I know it's not talked about in my high school. I don't know about yours, but um, kind of once you get out of middle school and elementary school, it gets less and less talked about. So I feel like it's so important. We still keep talking about it in high school. And so that's why I'm creating a video to play on our character strong days about what brave means and how to be a buddy and not a bully. And like we were talking about being a bystander and learning how to um, go and seek help for these other people. That's incredible. And I'm so happy you're doing that with, you know, your school and making sure that people who are older, like you were saying, have these resources as well and know that bullying can happen at any age. Because I think in our brains, we think of, oh, elementary kids, but really it can happen to anyone. And what I found through creating this podcast, you know, my target goal was to help the future generation of girls and people as a whole but also to provide older people and teenagers and adults with information on what to do through being bullied as well. Because I've had quite a few adults come on already or pre-recorded episodes with them. And it's been really interesting to hear what they've had to say, whether they've carried like mean remarks from a bully from high school with them throughout their entire adult life. Or, you know, just last week they were bullied in work just because they're a female or things like that and it's so interesting to realize it's more than just elementary school just as you were saying so I'm so happy to see that you know not only are you helping the younger audience but you're also helping our generation and that's so important because unfortunately bullying and negativity is going to be with you for your like the rest of your life but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to make the world a more positive and like better place. Yes. And that's one thing that I feel like it's our responsibility to do as title holders is kind of to um, let others see the light in the world instead of kind of focusing on the negativity, which is so easily to do nowadays with all the things going on in society. I'm so glad that we have all of our pages to kind of be a light in the dark place. Absolutely. And just seeing you know, when I, before I got into pageants, um, I knew I wanted to do a pageant since I was little, like I was seven years old and I saw the Miss USA competition on TV. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then, you know, like a year after that, one of my friends um, who was much, much older, it was my daycare lady's daughter. She was in the Miss Maine Teen USA pageant and I was so inspired by her. I knew that once I was in high school, I wanted to try a pageant. And then I got to high school and last year I competed in the same pageant as her and it was the best experience ever. And yes, and that's one thing. I actually, I watched um, Miss Teen USA and Miss UNC 
Miss USA this year because it was Tulsa is just about four a four hour drive for me and yeah Brianna Miss Teen USA was actually the previous winner at the pageant I went to in Florida so I had gotten the, the privilege of getting to know her that week and then seeing her being crowned as Miss Teen USA was so inspiring and I could Aww. be like oh I know that girl and um Miss USA um I actually actually judged me at that pageant so I felt like it was so awesome I felt so special kind of being able to say like oh I met those people so um I'm so like I can still like I kind of it's so awesome kind of just knowing that that's the coolest thing ever that you met both of them I love them so much (laughs) that's really cool wow I wish I could meet them (laughs) what'd you say Elle, a Miss USA, she is so funny and sweet. I love her. Me and her were cracking jokes in the interview room. It was so fun. Oh, she seems amazing. And I'm obsessed with her hair. It is so gorgeous. I I love it. Oh, my gosh. I love that she wore her natural curls on stage as well. I think that was so iconic. And I think all the little girls out there can just look up to her for that. Yes, I agree. Yeah, she made a post recently. She had braids in her hair, and I don't know. I don't think she was braids for everything. Yeah, I don't know if she was the first Miss USA to wear braids, or I don't know. She made some sort of statement just about being like a top influencer for our country, wearing that, and how impactful that would have been when she was little. And so I love seeing all of that go around because we need so many different role models because we are all different and it's nice to have people that we can relate to whether it's physically or just through our advocacies and passions it's just great to have role models like her or like you and I are to just look up to you know just all different role models is amazing yes I agree 100 percent yeah and so just to touch back on bullying again would you have any advice to anyone who's being bullied right now like what would you say to them um I would tell them that being um someone that used to be bullied it kind of feels like it's going to be that way forever but I would just tell them to to remember that there's always light at the end of every tunnel and to just keep going and speak up about it like truly even though it's scary the best thing you can do is go and seek help and um either just getting to talk to someone about it is honestly really good and hopefully they can go out and do something about what's going on but like I said honestly just um remembering that there's always light at the end of the tunnel is um really is what I would want to hear whenever I was going through bullying yeah and that's great I love how you're all about positivity I love how you post like quotes on your pageant Instagram and whatnot I think all of that is super just positive and great that you're spreading kind of all that love and kindness and, you know, it connects well with your personality. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, So would you like to touch back on your platform again before we wrap this up? Was there anything else you wanted to share about that, your personal platform? Yes. So Buckle Up for Brian was made, I would say, Almost a year ago, um, like I said, it was made in honor of my cousin who sadly passed away due to not wearing a seatbelt. I advocate for teen seatbelt use 
Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Bucklet for Brian. But I have gotten to do numerous things. I'm actually currently planning to host a walk in honor of Brian, and I'm going to be giving out a scholarship to a student athlete at my school. So I'm super excited for that. And I've got to publicly speak about Buckle Up for Brian. And I'm honestly, I still feel like I'm just getting started. I actually have some wristbands made that I'm planning to kind of mail out to anyone that wants one so I'm still kind of getting started on my platform but I'm so excited to watch it grow. That's incredible and it sounds like you have a lot of great things planned. I love how you mentioned you've done some public speaking regarding it before which is super inspiring considering how young you are that you have not only the confidence to do this but also ambition to as a young person and I think your message is something that affects everyone whether you drive or not so yes and I'm only 15 so I can't drive yet but it's also it's just important to wear your seatbelt um as a passenger I so I'll just go ahead and tell you the story of Brian so he was actually grounded from his truck he had turned 16 um he he wasn't he turned 16 I would say not that long before he passed away but he was grounded from his truck and he drove it anyways and he went and picked up his girlfriend um who they they both were not wearing their seatbelt, and so they were arguing over the radio and he swerved and the car flipped three times and Brian flew out the back windshield but his girlfriend was perfectly fine. Um, the doctor said that if he would have been wearing his seatbelt, he would still be here today. And I never got to meet Brian. So um, it's so important to me that nothing like that ever happens again to not only my family, but other people's families. I am really trying to share the importance of wearing your seatbelt because I feel like it's not talked about enough. And so just kind of getting to spread the message to other people, I feel like is so important. Well, first of all, I am so sorry that happened to you and your family. That is an incredibly tragic story. So, wow. I'm, yes. I'm happy you're comfortable enough to share that with everyone. And it's great how yes. you're turning such a horrible event into something empowering. And, you know, if Brian were here today, I think he'd be beyond proud of the work that you're doing. And Thank it just goes to like- show how important it is. Yes, I feel like sharing his story is something that kind of is needed to kind of show people that this is real and seatbelt safety and the importance of wearing your seatbelt is so real because, you know, even I, like if I'm just going down the road, I'm like, I do not want to wear my seatbelt right now. What is the point? But actually most car accidents happen within three miles of your home. So kind of if you're just going down the street to your grandma's house it's still so important to wear your seatbelt. that's really interesting to bring up so I'm happy you've mentioned that you know little statistic because you know I think everyone can relate to of thinking that at some point or even when you're biking you know it was like oh I don't want to wear my helmet like no one drives down my road or you know I'm not going to yes. fall off my bike I'm an I'm an adult or you know whatever the thought process is for each individual Um, helmet safety is actually one thing that Miss Arkansas Junior High Mabry Cordsmeyer I think is 
Um, that's her personal platform. So I actually, I've been um, wanting to kind of partner up with her. You because totally I like, should. Yes. I feel like they go hand in hand. Yeah, it totally does. That would be so awesome. I'd love to see what you guys would do with that, especially since you could probably host an event together since you're in that area. Yes, of course. Yeah. So before we end this episode, is there any you know, final words you would like to give or anything you want to touch on? Um, well, I would like to add that I'm so, so, so excited for nationals, especially yeah. getting to actually meet you in person <laughs> and just getting to see everybody in real life and not through social media. I'm so excited for all the memories and pictures we're going to take. I'm so excited. I definitely need to upgrade my phone storage. I'm already running out. <laughs> and, you know, I'd I want to make sure I have storage one. for all the pictures. <laughs> yes. But I am beyond excited, too. I'm just so grateful to be, you know, amongst this group of incredibly talented and passionate young girls who are, you know, we're all within the same age range. And it's so inspiring and such a once in a lifetime opportunity I feel like the whole nationals weekend yes. will be or week yes. <laughs> yeah so would you like to share your social media? would you like to share your social media so everyone can go and follow you yes my instagram is callie conrad my um instagram page is miss I have to go check on it because the social media manager changed it miss wy high school dot america and you can follow me on snapchat which is c cali conrad and i would love to get to know everyone listening perfect and as always our listeners can go and follow brave x empower on instagram it's just at brave x empower uh, we have content going up all the time now episodes are coming out weekly and you can listen to them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And we look forward to having you for another episode. Bye.